Wow. No. You see, one of these times it's going to start with just the sound of smashing glass. <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, shit! <laughs> and I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be none the wiser, just in a different place, going, jeez! <laughs> Vicks, are you bleeding? It looks like you're bleeding on the cam. Yeah, I'm calling 911. Oh my god, we're not in America. 999. Oh my god, you'd be watching too much Netflix. In fact, a lot of good you'd be. <laughs> yeah. But who hasn't? Who hasn't been watching too much Netflix? No, no. Anyway, anyway, gosh, uh, can we do like an introduction, please? Yes, so, hello, sorry. Welcome to episode 35 of the Two Bottles In podcast with Pip and Vix. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. Come to you live from Sussex and Surrey. Oh, good plug. Yeah, hello, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how have you been, Vix? What's been going on? Yeah, not being bad, actually. Just, uh, baby's in bed. I've got a drink. It's so, Saturday night. <laughs> just, you know, party party! <laughs> oh, what are we drinking? Well, I think you need to tell the people what you're drinking. <laughs> okay, so... I was telling Philip earlier, just before we started recording, that my very lovely sister, who lives in Earlsfield, who I went to see um, over Easter weekend, which was lovely, because we haven't seen them in ages, and they haven't seen Sophia uh, for just pre-Christmas, pre-November, or something silly like that. So I went over, and she handed me, a just as I was leaving, this wonderful little pouch which looked kind of like a Capri Sun, but it wasn't. It was full of a cocktail, and it's it was from Greg Howitt, I think his name is, and he is a professional mixologist who works for Hawksmoor, and I think he's been furloughed or he lost his job or something like that. So he started up doing cocktails and delivering them around South London. So I was very excited because she handed me an elderflower gimlet. Who doesn't love a gimlet? Lush. What is a gimlet? No idea. Don't ask that. I wish you hadn't asked that because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, you led into it with who doesn't love a gimlet? I mean, yeah, it I, sounds I like something it. that comes I off don't... a chicken. Yes, no. I seem like I love a gimlet. I just don't know what's in it. Apart from I know it's gin. Right, okay. So. So it's a gin thing. It's a gin drink. Okay, so you have this you have this pouch. So I have this pouch and, and it's lush and it's got elder uh, foraged elderflower from Peckham. From Peckham. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just had to take a sip. And um yeah, and so anyway, I uh, thought, oh that'd be a nice one for the episode. Well I'll drink that. So poured it into a glass, put some ice in, and I thought, oh, I'll go onto his Instagram and see how I'm supposed to serve it. Yeah, the pouches are for two to three people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, Mama's oh. got a brand new bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It's going to make my drink sound very dull. <laughs> Cheers, babes. <laughs> if, if, at any point... You- Listeners, if you hear a clunk noise, it's Vic's headbutting the <laughs> microphone in a kind of drunken stupor. <laughs> Don't put it past me. It might happen. <laughs> it's, about to. it's that foraged elderflower. It's not the gin. No, all the elderflower that grows in Peckham. Mm, mm. 
it's very nice i do recommend it it's <laughs> but i mean i don't know whether you know it's um i'm speaking on behalf of two to three people but it's your shit face to we're three minutes in so um oh well it'll make up a fun episode who knows see how this goes anyway so what are you drinking pier what's going on what's going on down your end I'm drinking Vouvre. I'm sorry, what now? Vouvre. Vouvre. Is that what you say? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. We're like the most uneducated alcohol drinkers ever. What are you Vouvray. drinking? Vouvre. It's Vouvre. It's a Vouvre. Right, let's have a look. We're, we're... Vouvre. Vouvre. Oh, yes, it is. It's Vouvre. Vouvre uh, from Tesco. It's £7 a bottle. And... Um, it's a cheeky little number. Goes with spicy food or desserts. That's a bit Ooh. eclectic. There you go. Um, so yeah, you can have it with some Korean and angel delight. Oh. <laughs> Where do you go for dinner? <laughs> Where everyone goes for dinner? The living room. <laughs> <Do> that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, we sit at the dining table because he's well classy. He uses well classy. <laughs> Admittedly, that's the thing. Like, we were like, oh, it's going to be so nice being ha- having to have dinner every night in the in the kitchen diner area, you know, instead of on our laps in the living room. Yeah, we're still kind of doing the living room stuff because we found The Good Doctor. Have you watched that? Oh, no. No. Oh, there are so many people out there who will know what I mean when, when I say you can't not watch The Good Doctor. Well, who's amazing. in The Good Doctor? Is that... Oh. No, who's in it? What, yeah, what? It's, a, it's, it's about um, a chap who's got autism who's a surgeon in, oh. uh, I think, in California somewhere. And it's all about his um, his life and his challenges. And obviously, you know, some of it's quite amusing because uh, with his condition he will come out with some statements that obviously are not particularly um, well-prepped when it comes to informing patients and things like that. It's quite funny. But also it's very heartwarming and to see his relationships grow because he's had a very sad life and how he... And who, who plays him? It's... Right, and you can ask that. The dude who played Charlie in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp. That dude. Um. Yeah... Yeah. Him. Yeah. Oh, you're going to make me look at my phone now. Yeah, see, I bet you there's loads of listeners who know exactly what I mean. They know it's good. I know who he is. I can see his face. Yes. His. So, it's, yes, it's just we can't help but watch an episode of that while having dinner. His name is Freddie Highmore. And he's British, isn't he? Yes. Yes. He's, I mean, considering he's playing someone with autism... And I mean, not that my knowledge of autism as a whole is 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 anything, but I mean, I just think he's he's fantastic the way he conveys the the character. So mm. there's a recommendation for your babes. Need all the recommendations we can get at the moment. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty high more. Oh, he's in Friday Neverland as well. Oh, uh, that's a very good film. Oh, uh, yes. God, he's 29. Oh, where have we been? Oh, I know. Don't. So Don't put... even joke about it, love. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm 40 in less than six weeks. Oh, my 
Gaga. I know. And I was sat there because Lawrence was like, I was sat there thinking because Lawrence was like, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, no, it has to be good. It has to be something good because I'm 40. Something different. Something really, really good. Yeah, I'll have a sonic brush cleaner, please. Wow. I mean, wow. Yeah, I didn't really get that far to the whole spectacular, like, 40 moment. I was like, no, I just really want one. They look really good. Mrs. Hinch has got one. I want one. <laughs> oh, my God. Your life makes me sad. Hello. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, that's fine. And how's life in general? Or oh, can't you remember what it is like now that you're guzzling on that? Family-sized cocktail. I actually can't stop drinking this. This is so yum. This is actually... It looks I mean, very refreshing. It is. It is. It's really yummy. The elderflower... It's not the gin, obviously. It's definitely the elderflower. Oh, God. It's so nice. I mean, this is a bargain. £12? Well, Just yeah, but that's actually Instagram. for three drinks. But that's what I mean. If you think about it, if you divide that yeah, by three... Yeah, no, that is very good. That's pretty impressive. So, you know, and 12 quid for a cocktail. I'd pay that in, in a bar in Soho. Oh, my God. At least. Exactly. So, but, um, yeah. But yes. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we are recording this on a Saturday. And um, hmm. oh, there's quite a lot of mourning going on at the moment. God, what has happened in the last 48 hours? It's crazy. It is a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm sure we're not uh, we're not spoiling anything for anybody. <laughs> the entire world know who passed away yesterday. Oh um, God! Seriously, if you wanted to watch a television program since <laughs> midday yesterday, good luck. Yeah, it was all um, documentary. Yeah, so it was it? announced. It was announced at midday yesterday that His Royal Highness the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip, had passed away at the age of ninety nine. Um, so gutted, so gutted. He's like six weeks off his hundredth as well. I know, he never got his telegram. <laughs> can you, that's the thing, telegram. like, can you imagine, like, receiving one from your wife? <laughs> yeah, just pass it over the breakfast table. There yeah. you go, love. Well done. <laughs> Get your card, you know. But, uh, we've, not yeah. done, we've not done the candles on the cake. You saw what happened to Windsor Castle a few years ago. We're not going down that wall. We <laughs> don't want to burn the bloody place down again. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, and, um, yeah, but married 73 years. Incredible. Time, I mean, you know, whatever your thoughts are on the royal family, whatever your thoughts are on the monarchy as a whole, um, as, a, as a tradition or an institution, whatever you want to call it, you've got to respect a man who has lived to 99. Any, any man, any woman, anyone that lives to that age is impressive and also how active they were mm. you know because yes. even though he retired from active service in 2017 I mean he still did so much yeah you he know? was still going for it so yeah. so yeah so lots of um, I, I mean it has kind of been um, oh my god I can't speak out of turn now can I it's just, you know, like, when someone dies and there's just, like, journalists interviewing journalists. 
yeah. and saying what they think might be happening. Like, mm-hmm. how do you think the Queen might be feeling now? Yeah. It's like, well, I don't bloody know. I guess yeah. she's a bit gutted. <laughs> probably. She's probably wearing black, yeah. I would assume. It's like yeah. all this kind of... Stop talking about things that you don't know. Like you just don't yeah. know. So just it's better just to say nothing. Yeah. The um, thing that got me though is that they're, they're into like there's loads of interviews with all the royal family already. Yes, and, Warren was saying that that they must have done before. Oh, like, really? Do you think? Well, I don't know how they would have got hold of everyone so soon after yesterday and the royal family aren't good at rushing out and making statements are they they usually it takes just, quite a long time yeah it's just because like they're all like i mean not that i, I haven't actually watched any if i'm honest because tomorrow uh, yesterday and today have been a bit of a blur for me because of uh, well prince charles I'm came out but, today and actually did a little statement to the press but, um, but and um uh, uh princess margaret no princess anne's been interviewed princess uh prince edward's been interviewed yeah, it's um. They've had like proper interviews, like about their dad, which I find horrific because it's tw- it's less than well over just over twenty four hours. Yeah, so Warren was thinking that they'd it must have been pre done so that they would have something to release, which I think is a bit dark. Talking about your dead dad before he's dead. But what was interesting, right? I did see an, like an excerpt on Instagram of Prince Edwards. Yeah. In you know how on Instagram it's a or it's a one minute uh, on a feed it's a one minute video that you can have right. In the one minute they captured, <clears throat> he mentioned he hoped he hadn't disappointed his dad three times. Ooh. So it just shows how raw it still is. Like, you know, he's still going through that sort of yeah. process and someone is sort of interviewing him about how amazing yeah. his dad was. Like, that under the world's gaze. Yeah, I suppose that's all part apart, but that's why we watch The Crown. Mm. I was once under the world's gaze. But a different yeah. gaze. Different gaze. <laughs> I was going to say the world's gaze, as in all of them at once, or just one by one? Oh, you should see me in Greg and Um <laughs> Obviously not anymore. Love you, Warren. Um, oh, it's just a joke. But also, um, so not that I'm up on my um, gangster rap. Is that... Just, was that who the, it was? The rapper. No, that's... Well, that clearly means that you're not... <laughs> The rapper DMX also died uh, this weekend, age 50. And just before we started doing this podcast, it was announced that Nikki Graham from Big Brother, I can't remember which one she was in, um, has passed away at the age of 38 from anorexia, which is very sad. For those of you that don't remember, she's the one that was there. Who is she? Who is she? That one. It's the most iconic uh, clip of her, I think. Yeah. She's been battling with anorexia her entire life, I think. So it's just really, really sad. Anyone who go, I mean, I, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I, I went to boarding school when I was um, uh, uh, from eleven to eighteen, and um, so obviously I was exposed to a lot of anorexia and bulimia, and there wasn't so much in my year. In, in my immediate year but there was you know you you were very very aware of it at school 
and I have a I have a real sympathy for people who are battling with this condition. Obviously, my physique, you know, people will very much understand that I am not someone who suffers with this. But I really do feel for people who battle with this illness because it is tragic when you are desperate to eat, but it repulses you. You repulse yourself at the thought of eating. You know, mothers who, who are anorexic, who can't eat, you know, yeah. they're, they're telling their kids to eat, but they can't eat physically eat themselves. And it just, it's, it's, it's an absolute tragic condition absolutely horrible and it's it is it, it is linked with um experiences it is linked with your mental health and stability and it i just yeah I, I my heart goes out to her just thinking of what she's been through i know like you say she was a real extreme character but awful really, really awful. awful 38 years old bless her no life oh well anyway god let's take things I know, we've gone to a dark moment, I feel. We've kind of, like, sunk it, haven't we? <laughs> I'll take a sip. Hold on. Oh, God. God, that was all. I'll take one for all of us. I'm taking it from the team. So, go on to something brighter. Let's go on to something brighter. So, I have not watched today's episode of RuPaul, but you have, Pippi. I have, yes. Um... So, uh, spoiler alert if anyone's not watched it yet, because this podcast will be coming out quite soon. Um, so last week we saw Olivia Lux being, um, so I say executed then. That's not the right word. She left the competition, yes. um, leaving a top four. Um, and before we started this podcast, I was like, Vix, you want me to spoil it for you? And uh, she said yes. So basically, it was a bit of a like waste of an episode because they usually would whittle it down to a top three, but they just kept it as a top four. So it's mm. the same people: Rose, Got Mick, Candy Muse, and and obviously the eventual winner, Simone, um, are still in the competition. Um, but they did all the usual kind of RuPaul's Drag Race things, so they had the individual interviews with Rue Michelle, with the Tic Tacs, and then they looked at pictures of themselves as children, and said, so, what would you tell little Kevin? Um, it was very teary, and Simone in particular made me cry for the second week running. Um, I just think she deserves it so much and, and wants it so badly. And it's also turned out some of the best looks on this season. Um, but yeah, and we're not going to find out who wins for two weeks because next week it's the reunion episode and then the following week it's the grand final. And I don't know how they're going to do it with the whole COVID extravaganza. Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask, actually, because normally when they do the whole, like, what would you tell, you know, the, 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 the baby photo thing, like, that normally is the, the, the like, final thing. That's sort of when he, you know, uh, RuPaul makes the decision and announces it. That's what they did in the UK one anyway, didn't they? That's what they do in the UK, but America, they've... If pre-Covid, they would have the big theatre grand oh, final. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And then last year, with season 12, obviously they couldn't do it, so they had that bizarre thing with RuPaul where they kind of face Keeney mm-hmm. and did it all via Zoom. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do 
tune in, tune in two weeks to RuPaul's Drag Race on Netflix to find out. Find out. That I am well and truly Team Simone. Oh, I don't know. I absolutely adore Simone. I definitely, like you say, think she should win. Um, but I do have a big soft spot for Rosé. Rosé has come on so much in this competition. She, I think, has blossomed into like a really well-rounded player and also got Mick. What an underdog. Yeah. What an underdog. Just amazing looks on the runway and very funny as well. Very, very funny. But she didn't realise, and I think that's what's so heartwarming, is that she didn't realise how... how Yeah, she could have a whole new aspect to her career now. (laughs) So, yeah. It's um, I've really enjoyed it though. I was really, it was really slow to start, and I was just like, oh my god, this season's actually going to last to the yeah. end of COVID. Um, but there have been some really great moments. So, loving it. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens in two weeks. Yes. All will be revealed on the next episode of Two Bottles In. We will do a finale Roo View. <laughs> Roo View. I like that. Just have to put Roo in front of everything and hope for the best. Yeah. Roo Union. Yeah. <laughs> All that kind of rubbish. So, yeah. So, but, um, thank you. Uh, okay, well, yeah, no, we'll see yeah, what happens there. We don't, there's not really, I'm just trying to think if there's anything coming up. You said you saw something tonight that you said was good, a uh, TV programme you are watching. Well, it was... Um, Guilty Pleasure? Guilty Pleasure, I mean, it was the first one tonight. It's called I Can See Your Voice, I think it's called. And they have a panel of guest celebrity judges and then they have a couple that are trying to win £10,000 and then they have a selection of people in front of them and they have to decide whether the person is a good singer or bad singer based on different kind of clues. And if they pick... If they are right about the final singer be them good or bad yeah they win £10,000 but it's really interesting because like just how much you judge on appearance yeah and I don't know there was this really um, slightly larger black woman who just looked the part and I was just like oh she can sing like she's going to be able to sing Oh god, it was awful. <laughs> she really couldn't. But it's so it's you want like the whole point is you want them to be bad because that means mm-hmm. the couple are closer to getting the money. Um, and so yeah, when they start singing and it sounds absolutely horrific, everyone's like yay. <laughs> and then if they've got an amazing voice, everyone's like oh no. <laughs> it's so bizarre it's but strangely think. addictive and Alison Hammond's on it and I think she's really funny and the couple that were um, on tonight were a gay couple from Sheffield ah. who wanted £10,000 to take their children to Disney World so wow, that's one we just, we just really wanted it. that I know so um yeah, it's a bit like kind of mass singer in, like, I know I'm going to watch it every week. Right. Um, but, hey, you know, it's basically been Prince Philip for the last 
36 hours, so I'm grateful for any television, really. Because I can remember when Princess Diana died, and um, mm. I was working in Sheffield at a young people's drop-in centre. And so she died in the early hours of the Sunday morning, and then on the Monday morning I went to work, and one of the women was just... I said, oh, God, isn't it devastating? And she said, yeah, I'm completely devastated. They cancelled the EastEnders Omnibus yesterday. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> and that's all she was upset about. She was absolutely fuming. Um, because she wasn't a royalist, and she was just like, ugh... God's sake. Yeah. Oh God, that's so funny. <laughs> it's just so funny how some people can really, like, not see <laughs> what's going on. Well, there are some people that just don't care about the royal family and just think it's all a big waste of time and money and that if the whole TV and radio gets taken over by it, it's like, ah. Oh. But then Channel 4 last night still had Gogglebox on. Channel 5 still had my favourite... Britain's favourite 80s tunes. So, I'm a happy bunny. <laughs> That's all right, then. Um, yeah, okay. no, it's all fine. So, oh, yeah. so, okay, so, um, what's it called again? I, uh, the thing that you just said, the voice I thing. can, I think I can see your voice. That's it. BBC, ITV? BBC One, with, uh, hosted by Paddy McGuinness, who I'm never really sure about, um, with guest celebrity judges Alison Hammond. Danny Jones from McFly, Amanda Holden and Jimmy Carr. I was saying Amanda Holden and Jimmy Carr clearly have got the best agent in the world because they seem to be on everything. <laughs> so, um, yeah, check it out, check it out. Ooh, I think I will do, because that sounds like something that sort of is a bit of an escapism. It's just cheese and a bit of yeah. fun, and you don't have to think. You just watch and... If someone's a terrible singer, you can just cheer. It's great. Do you know what the great thing about lockdown has been? Is that you're not socialising with everybody. So, realistically, you can get away with watching anything you want. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're cool or not. It doesn't matter what you're watching. Nobody will know. Oh, I know. Because you don't have to know about everything down the pub. No. There's no pubs open yet. So Although it yeah. is the only thing that people talk about these days. <laughs> it's what they've been watching on TV. Our socialisation skills have gone out of the window. Mm-hmm. I generally don't know how I'm going to socialise. When no. we had, um, at Easter, we had our first guests to the house. Because we've been living here since mid-December. Uh, and we haven't had anybody over, obviously. And we had um, my mum and dad round for a treasure, uh, uh, egg treasure hunt. And I generally felt like I did not know how to entertain I've oh my god, and you're like, um, you're like Monica. <laughs> That's what I mean. I was just like, this isn't happening. What do I do? I forgot to ask if anybody wants a drink. There's no nibbles. There's no crudités. What is going on? No. You're yeah. just like slumped in the corner drinking three different people's cocktails. <laughs> Very nice. I do recommend this. £12. Did you do an adult Easter? I saw this on social media, like, probably in America, but they did an Easter egg hunt where they hid eggs for the children and bottles of wine for the adults. Oh, now, come on. Why didn't I know about that? 
So that would be a really good idea, wouldn't oh, it? We could have done it with gin. We could have had little miniatures everywhere. That would have been amazing. The only, the only danger right is I would be shoving children out of the way, like physically. Yeah. <laughs> like I found an egg. Yeah. I found some chardonnay. Who's winning now? Your stupid egg. It's one egg. Yeah. This is at least two glasses of wine. Yeah. Oh, I tell you, Sophia was rubbish at Easter egg hunts. We tried to put the eggs in the bucket. She was like, no, no, this bucket needs to be empty. I'm going to take them out and put them back in the ground. All like, oh, OK. Well, she's like, you know, she's yeah. not even two yet, so... No. But what's funny is for, for a little girl who is learning how to speak and talk, the biggest word she knows, ham, ham. Oh. Does she like ham? Does she eat ham? No. Funny no. Okay. She can point out a roast ham in a Waitrose magazine. She knows that. She loves going through Good Housekeeping and Waitrose magazine and like pointing out all the food. She knows what a meringue is. God, she's middle class. I yeah. About that. <laughs> Bring in some uh, saveloys and chips. <laughs> she's going to be asking for like a meringue blowtorch for her birthday or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. But, yeah, she's so funny. Like, She'll be like, Mummy, these eggs aren't organic. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started on eggs. So, I have a fussy egg eater. Sophia is, like, because she has eggs down uh, around at my mum and dad's for, for part of her lunch and things like that. And my mum buys, like, the poshest eggs I've ever seen. They're ridiculous. I don't know how much they cost, but they're in this, like, almost glittery egg box. And she has these eggs. So now, when, you know, Missy comes home and has eggs with mummy and daddy, nope, twists her nose, turns her nose up, doesn't oh, it? You're going to pop a diva. Mm-hmm. Oh, God knows. Mm. So, that was fun. But, yeah, it was quite fun at Easter. She um, she had no idea what was going on. And, obviously, we had um, George and Max, who are Lawrence's elder children, who are nine and six. And they were screaming. They knew exactly where all they were. Look what I found. Look what I found. I've got this. And we were like, oh, my God. Oh, dear. See, I just don't think it's a time for children. <laughs> I, was, I must admit, I was running back and going, I'm just going to check on Lawrence. Because he was cooking the Easter dinner. He was cooking the roast lamb. And I was walking in. I'm just going, I'm just going to top up my wine. Quickly, <laughs> but it's a full glass. I don't care. Yeah, I'll down some. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's been that straw. Oh, so yeah, so it was an interesting Easter. Did you do anything at Easter? Did you guys have a chilled one? We had a picnic in the park. Oh, that's nice. Nice. Uh, with a few friends and little Ivy, who is three. So. There's a really good playground in the park that obviously Ooh, I wouldn't really, really? wouldn't really know about because I'm not like a child. <laughs> um, and then at one point, one of um, the people that we were with uh, said there's like a extreme kind of exercise area with like huge tires and oh my goodness, all these kind of like climbing bars and everything. And um, she said. Oh, is that free to get in, or would you have to, do you have to pay? And I was just went, 
How on earth would you expect either of us to know about that? Do you think I've been in there lifting up tyres? I didn't know it was there until you pointed it out. And I live here. <laughs> That's like, no. And we've walked around that park about, I don't know, 15,000 times. Oh, dear. Anyway. But, yeah. That's good to know, that when we come down, uh, we can just sort of, like, you know, have yeah. set up a little area near the playground. Just to the park's play kind of... The, the park's the go-to, because... Um, beach is just still a bit crazy and silly so the park's a safe bet and it's also what we worked out because we live so near the park it's really good if you run out of wine during a picnic so you can just go and just go to the flat and get some more it's less than five minutes away so you know anyone needs a pee anyone needs a posh pee back to the flat Bring some wine back with you. So, there we have it. Oh, God. I don't... Leads me on to... Have you seen about the Glastonbury live stream? Live stream of pee? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me me backtrack and explain. Posh peeing led led me on to the fact that I had the VIP wristband for the posh peeing area at Glastonbury. And then I thought, ooh, Glastow, this year they're doing the live stream, they just announced it. Right, okay. You you went on a rather strangled route. (laughs) Um, I've seen that they're doing something, but please tell me more information. So, the headliners so far, as far as I know, uh, are Coldplay and Damon Albon um, and Hame who I love uh, and I'm going to attempt a name that I'm not entirely sure if I can um, Michael Kiwanuka Michael Kiwanuka yeah. I love mm-hmm. him and Wolf Alice Georgia Smith and some very special other guests to be confirmed and Ooh. yeah they're, they're streaming it live on Saturday the 22nd of May and yeah, I thought that was quite a fun thing to do because if you think about it, the the first so phase three of lockdown is the May the seventeenth. So on the Monday, they're you know cross fingers everything goes well that they're going to be allowing um, us to mix indoors with six people or two households. Yeah. So that first weekend after that uh, sort of lift is is this week this um the Glastonbury thing so I was thinking oh that's such a nice way of like having people over and being able to sort of yes that's get drunk and watch music yeah what a um, great idea and pubs could 20... play it as well because yeah it's a 20 to quid pubs. ticket for a stream 20 quid that's well they need to make the money don't they and considering that it's normally like what 280 quid a ticket for a four day event it's very expensive I know I would do that. Stick them on in the, you know, on the TV. Have a couple of glasses of gin. Sounds good to a me. A couple. You're having three now. <laughs> well, maybe I'll have. And we're just doing a podcast. What are you gonna be like at Glastonbury? Jesus Christ. Uh, honestly, my my Glastonbury breakfast of choice is a packet of Space Raiders and a can of Strongbow. Mm. Wow. Classy. I'm so glad you got the VIP. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honestly, I can do a long drop 
but realistically if <clears throat> if I need to have a moment I can't do that I can't do that I need to go and sit on some porcelain can't do it any other way oh no I'll do it anyway me I'm classy I'm adaptable to different <laughs> environments and situations <laughs> Oh, so yeah, so I, yeah, it was, I just thought that might be a good idea doing the Glastonbury thing. It sounds like a fun thing to do, but yeah, because we've got Monday, we've got the phase two where they're lifting. Uh, oh yes, we can get a haircut. Yeah, the non-essential retail. And yeah, I'm looking forward to doing services. some non-essential shopping. Oh, I just, I just don't know if I want to go out there yet. Primark's going to be mad. Yeah, I'm not going near Primark, but. I don't know. I'm getting my hair cut on Tuesday. Oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, it's quite funny walking around Brighton because I've been going to the office this week and just, like, workmen in every single shop getting ready and getting all the new displays up and everything and all the pubs wiping down all the beer garden tables. I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening. We're coming back to life. I generally didn't think it was going to happen, if I'm honest. I was really, really pessimistic about this one. I really thought they were going to continue keeping all the shops closed and the pubs closed because I didn't think that the impact of the vaccines was going to be as significant as it was. And I'm just, I am really pleased. Yeah, well, the, numbers, the numbers in Brighton have gone way down. Yeah. We have 10 cases per 100,000. So oh my we God. are <sighs> good to go. We are riddled in Woking. We've got like 25 cases, I think. Oh, that sounds like the signature on a like problem letter <laughs> riddled in woking <laughs> riddled of woking mm. um yeah but hopefully things will go according to plan then 17th of may we can like socialize indoors and go to pubs and sit inside and go to restaurants and sit inside and then yeah 21st of june fingers crossed i know that's where i can't decide what i want to do for my birthday because obviously my birthday is the 4th of june and obviously that is a couple of weeks before full lockdown lift. So what do I do? Do I do a thing on my birthday or do I wait? I don't know. What do I do? That's that's the thing. So I say tonight, You need to like, make your mind up soon because, yeah, you know... I know. Everybody's we, diaries are going to be so packed we already. Need, we need to plan things. I know. I know. But I could do, like, because you know how prides are getting all pushed back to, like, end of August, early September? Maybe we could do a pride replacement 40th birthday extravaganza. Eleganza. Yeah. Sorry, I was just <coughs> choking on my drink there. That didn't, oh, that oh. didn't come out right. Okay. Eleganza. <laughs> So, yeah, that, that could be a thing. That could be a thing. Could but, be a yeah, thing, but book, book it in, book it in, because, you know, yeah. the gays get booked up really quickly. I did send a message, though. I did say... I know. Remember. Remember. I know. But you're, but you're... I don't know what's happening for your birthday weekend, because isn't Lauren saying, don't book yes. anything? Yes, I. He. It was very odd. He came in one morning, a couple of weeks ago now, and <clears throat> Lawrence and I share a, a. We we have our desk set up in the same room, so he came in and I was working already, um, and he came and sat down. And he goes, right. You need to book off these dates, 
and it's basically my my birthday's on a Saturday, so it was. He said he wanted me to book up off the Thursday to the Monday, and I'm like, well, we can't go anywhere, can we? And I was very confused, and he was just like, seriously, don't invite anybody, don't organise anything. I want you for that weekend, and I'm like, okay okay and he was like take the days off you need to take the days off now up from work and i was like okay okay and he's like i don't want any excuses i don't want anything you 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 are leaving this all up to me i'm in charge so i was like mm-hmm. dominant. i know it's very unlikely. don't waste that energy on my birthday let's get right never <laughs> <laughs> mind um yeah <laughs> well i hope he's gonna take you somewhere interesting mm. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see anyway. um, I was thinking to myself, hmm, maybe I should try and get rid of some of this lockdown lard before my birthday. Oh, God, I was listening to... What was I listening to? Have you listened to Alan Carr's new podcast? No, no, Uh, I have not. So he's got a new podcast where it's all themed around holidays. So he gets a different guest on every week and they talk about, you know, different holidays they've been on and what they're like on holiday and... Funny stories, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he had Judge Rob Rinder on as his guest recently. Oh, yeah. And he just said, it's a really funny episode, but he said, oh, coming out of lockdown, you're either a drunk, a chunk, or a hunk. <laughs> and I was like, well, so I've got the first two yeah. nailed. Yeah. Hence, yeah. not really thinking about the third one very much. Yeah. Because... I definitely think that putting C in front of hunk is where I'm where I'm dwelling at the moment. Oh god, yeah. I, I had to sort through my wardrobe today and I literally <laughs> I was like, well I'm gonna have to get rid of so many clothes. I've literally got rid of seventy percent of my wardrobe. This is awful. Oh, I've got no clothes, I've got nothing to wear, and then I sort of sat there and I was like You know you could lose weight. <laughs> I'm like, really? Really? Do it. Do I have to? Oh, I guess I should. Do the couch to 5K thing. So I, yeah, can you remember I did that after I split up with Ryan? Like my ex. Like that was the, I have to say the couch to 5K was one of the greatest things personally. I had obviously amazing friends who got me through it as well. Thank you very much. Damn right. But at the same time, you need that personal support system and the couch to 5K was my emotional support system it was absolutely amazing i have to recommend that even though i don't do it now when i needed it it worked and it does work you just can't be too aggressive with what you want to achieve just listen to the to to what they're saying and just do it in the in the way they're telling you don't try and push it Uh, but it works it really really works and got 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 to the end of it and he was uh he was absolutely over the moon, bless him. He's lost a load of weight from it. And our friend Michelle, did you see she started it? Yes, I'm seeing her next weekend. Oh my god, that's so exciting. Yeah, so that'll be good. Um, yeah, maybe I should do something. Although I am walking a lot. You, you're, you're a walker. I mean, listeners, I don't know if we've ever talked about this before, but when Philip lived in Tulls Hill... And he and he worked in East London. I would, we would walk. We walk to work twice a week. Um, yeah, on uh, 
yesterday I did I walked twelve K. So, oh, yeah, yeah, fine. You're fine. You're, you're doing pretty well. 17,000 steps. Oh, my God. I barely walk. Like, my step count is pretty much just tipping a 1,000 if I'm lucky. Because <laughs> I've just don't leave the house. Yeah, I have to say, getting back physically into the office, I think, has done me the world of good. Just have a bit of routine. And just to, you know, get some fresh air. And also, I've been in the office by myself, so I've actually been able to, like, really crack on, get some work done. So it's been it's been quite major. And then at lunchtime, I can just either go and sit on the beach or <laughs> watch RuPaul's Drag Race or something like that. <laughs> so another thing I totally forgot. Have, have you been listening to Bianca's new podcast? No. Oh, MG. So I started, but then I ended up having a meeting for work, so I couldn't continue. But I am desperate to get back into it. It did sound like it was going to be quite good. There's too many podcasts. I mean, obviously, ours is very important. But um, <laughs> there are too many podcasts for me to listen. I listen to so many. Um, yeah. You know, because well, you listen to more than me. But they're just, they're just really great. Um. But I will, I will. There's another yeah. one, there's another one that I've started listening to called Brenda Call Me, Ooh. which is Courtney Act. Right. Courtney Act and Vanity, her best friend in Australia, is also a drag queen. Um, and that's really good as well. So, oh, just so many podcasts. So many on the list. Well, and also, not only have you got podcasts to listen to, you know, there's something that you can do Monday to Friday, one till two. Yes. Mm. On Mixcloud. So he's on Mixcloud and on Twitch. And who so, are we talking about? What's going on? We're talking about my darling beloved, Lawrence, who's uh, been running a live stream, which I know we've mentioned before, but for those of you who can't remember because you might have had a glass or two. Uh, Lawrence does a live stream DJ session once a... Uh, um, well, every, every Monday to Friday, once a day, between one and two. So it's like a lunchtime live stream. And he started it off because it was just personally for him, just to get back into it. And it was to do with his mental well-being, to break up the day, and you know, because it was all getting very monotonous. And... Then he mentioned to work that he was doing it, so they started following him and saying, oh, this is really cool, you know. <clears throat> and then he mentioned it to a couple of friends. They started following him, and so, you know, it became like a really nice uh, sort of chat as well as the music. Lawrence is, you know, he is a really good DJ, and he knows his stuff. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, like, um, it's exploded, and he's now part of the, like, in isolation nation intimate family Ooh, um, <clears throat> got one style yeah he's got in with all the got family and they're amazing they're so much fun they're all so funny and they listen to him every day they are so committed and they they know their stuff don't get me <laughs> they know everything they're so cool though and you know he's now part of this intimate group and oh it's brilliant so yes yeah, so he gets about 80 90 followers uh, uh listeners every day but the music's great and i do have to admit that 
obviously I'm not a house fan, never really have been, but the music really, really helps mentally for you to have that actual break. So you know how you were saying how you go down the beach or, you know, you watch RuPaul? It actually does wake up the day. It's no, you really, have really to, helpful. seriously. Yeah. Because, you know, I think because so many people are working from home, they're not, obviously not working the way they normally would, and you would normally go out and grab some lunch, or yeah. you do something, you would not be sat at your desk all day. People just don't do that. And people have started doing it, and it's a really bad habit to get into. I know that some days are different, and you're literally tied to the desk, but it's yeah, I was not... Yeah, I was one of those... It's I was not good for your eyes, it's not good no. for your back, your legs... It's not good for your mental health. <clears throat> so, yeah, even when I'm doing <coughs> training on Zoom, delivering training, we'll have, like, a comfort break halfway through, and I'm, I always, the first thing I say is, step away from your screens. Yeah. Go <laughs> to a different room. Yeah. Go and stand on the balcony. Go and do something else just for five minutes, because it's, it's crazy times, and I don't think people are... Um, taking those breaks and looking after themselves. And there's been this whole thing about people like me included, kind of not taking their annual leave. So it's all built up and there's so like, so many people were off at the end of March, at the end of the financial year, because they just didn't feel like they should be taking time off because they were working from home. Yeah, and, Easter. Oh, but, it was, I took the end of March off for a week and it was so, oh my God, it was, I didn't realise how much I needed that time off. So if you have time off that you should be taking, then you should definitely take it off. I know that it's not the best time to take leave because there's nowhere to go. You can't go on holiday or anything like that, but you can go for long walks, clear your head and just not think about work. Just try and switch off. It's very healthy. Yeah. It is so important. I think also what you were saying a couple of episodes ago about, you know, um, you find it very difficult to do the social Zooming um, because you do it all day at work. But people are, and like you're saying, people are stuck to their desks, but they're stuck to their desks after hours because they want to talk to people. So people are spending more and more time not just at their desk because of work, but they've also got their social lives, which are based around their desk because they want to be on a screen rather than on a phone or, you know things like that it's it's difficult it really is but hopefully within a few weeks we will be back to something that resembles normal well yeah if you think this time in three months we could have no lockdown oh my god isn't that crazy three months time which will go quickly Well, we've we've coped with every year of this, I think, three months. Yeah, so, like, in three podcast episodes' time, so when we're recording that episode, we should be, cross fingers, everything goes all the roadmap, we should be recording it face-to-face, with a gin in hand, in a pub, in a a house if we wanted to. Wherever we want. Mm Oh, my God, that'd be amazing. So yeah, well there's a there's a note to end it on, isn't it? The wishful thoughts and thinkings of what will happen in three months' time. 
it's not long, it's not long. Now it's your birthday. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. whoop. Yeah. And uh Yeah, so so yeah, I think that's uh that's us for today, guys. We we hope that you have enjoyed our particular rantings of, of this episode and uh, Yeah, let me just check uh, last check how this a drink going. is there um, any left? Oh, oh, oh. I, had to bang, I had to bang the mic, didn't I? <laughs> yes. Oh, there's, this, there's a little spittoon left. Yes, there's, there's a bit this way. Well, there's, um, well, there's one person's drink left. <laughs> Possibly, maybe. I don't know. Oh, people, honestly. So, if you live in London, you can get these delivered for free, I think. But if not, it's a national charge of two quid. I'm going to make the two quid charge. These things are great. GHD. No, that's the hair straightener. G-H drinks. <laughs> right, okay. But just remember, people, those pouches are for three people. Not <laughs> Two to three. One. Two to three. So if you're thinking of having a little refreshing start to your day before you start work, mm. just mm. remember, maybe just have the one. <laughs> just have a third of that pouch <clears throat> and then you can start your Zoom meetings. Oh. And, then after, and then she can have another one. And then when you finish work... Third one. Oh my goodness, it's like a pouch a day. Oh, a pouch a day, um, and you'll See? probably be fired. <laughs> <laughs> it's got foraged elderflower in, it's fine. <laughs> yes, it's food, it's almost like a smoothie, and it it's comes like in a pouch. You're five a it's day. A, it's a Capri Sun, just say hello. It is, it is like it's a, a Capri Sun. Look, and there's no sugar in it, is there? Because, you know, there's nothing on the label. There's no label on this, so obviously there's nothing in it. So it's fine. It doesn't count. Wow. <clears throat> anyway, thank you for listening, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. She's off. Okay. Um, thank you for listening. Please like, share, subscribe, and, sh- and rate, and review us, and everything. And um, we will be back uh, next month. Uh because it's May and we'll be dancing around the Maypole and celebrating hopefully the easing of the next phase of the well, why don't, Yeah, we, we, we should do it. Why don't we try and... Because it's obviously the 10th of April now. It's the 17th of May when they're lifting. So, you know, who knows? We might be doing this in person, Pip. We could be. Let's try and make that happen. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Okay. Okay, babes. Alright! And thanks everybody! See you soon! See you later guys! Bye! Bye.